This is the Three Preachers Podcast, featuring three preachers talking about life, church, and of course, the Word of God. And now, welcome to the Three Preachers Podcast. Welcome to the Three Preachers Podcast. As always, I am David. Sitting to my right is Chris. Uh, I got no Stapleton. Cute. I got. No, I wish. How great would that be? Who's Chris Stapleton? Uh, of course, you would say that. Or Chris Evans. That would even be. Ugh. Who's Chris Whoa. Evans? I, I prefer Chris Stapleton over Evans. Yeah, he could. Yeah, Chris Stapleton. Oh, could Chris sing Stapleton, so. the country singer. Yeah, he could yeah, sing us in and out. Yeah, he yeah. can do the national anthem. Imagine him singing in three, yeah. uh, three preachers. I heard the national anthem. That's the only way I know who he is. I heard his version of the national anthem. It was, fantastic. it was fantastic. It was unbelievable. It was fantastic. It actually yeah. puts me in a good mood now thinking about that. <laughs> I want to grow a beard like Such Chris. Such a nationalist, Chris. And on the left is, <laughs> is Devin Morris. I get excited Morris. when I think about the national, the national anthem. anthem. <laughs> it's hard for us to record the podcast today. There's so much going on this week. But fellas, can Man, we... It's been a while. It took can a while we... to get here, didn't it? You had to wait a No, it's for... been wild. Oh, it's been a wild week. Yeah. It has been just been. a lot of drama and... Good, it's a good week of ministry. Yeah. <laughs> it's according to to what like what standard <laughs> that we we have the opportunity to just be in the lives of to these not people. get anything accomplished, but that's true. To be <laughs> to in, in in the lives of different thoughts and different approaches and people. Well, hey, Christmas is almost here. So. There we go. That's a positive. Christmas is almost here. You guys, did you ever introduce me? I said, well, yeah, you were not, talking. Yeah, I said, I said, and and Devin wears the weird shoes. The oh, and Devin wide toed, wide toe box, wide toe box, Devin. I wear ultras now. Uh, you know what ultras are? No, it's what all the cool kids wear. Oh, and my neighbor who does marathons. Oh, well, that would be why I don't know where they are. But I could tell last night I wore my church. I'm neither cool nor your neighbor. So all the kids were judging me super hard, but. Okay. Yeah, I thought you you're... said they were cool. Who are? <laughs> the shoes. Well, it depends who you talk to. Because uh, you're what, fellow Cool mil- is a very subjective term. Fellow millennials. Because you're 32 now, right? So I am 32. My birthday was this past week. That's why they're judging you hard. It's because you're official. You've crossed that line. My birthday was last week. Uh, no song? Oh, oh, oh. It was your birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Um, yeah. Happy birthday. It was your birthday last week. Chris, how it's your birthday. Chris, at least do a baseline. Police People dying everywhere. Folks are living in despair. Why were you born? What is that? Oh, that's that thing you sent me. What was it? No, what? You sent me a video. No, I didn't. Did that? Yeah, you no, did. No, it wasn't. Did I send you a video? Of what? No, you didn't. No, I didn't. Did. That reminds me of the birth of Jesus. Another <laughs> friend of mine. You know whose birth was really celebrated? <laughs> Jesus' birth. We and celebrate his birth every day. Every, every, every day. day. We don't celebrate every minute of every day. Not on Christmas. When I'm, yeah, but not Throwback on Christmas. It's a pagan holiday. We celebrate the resurrection that. on Christmas Day. Yeah. And then, well, we're going to bring up something pretty controversial today that revolves around Christmas. It might be the most controversial topic we've ever had. And I'm going to pose this question. You ready? I'm ready. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? <laughs> Uh, well, Bruce Willis came out. <laughs> no, Bruce Willis came out and said it was not a Christmas movie. Okay, really? but Bruce Willis is not in his right mind right now, so we don't trust what he says. Mm-hmm. What do you mean not in his right mind? You don't know about Bruce Willis? 
He's got a problem. He's got it's, um, it's a type of. He's got very advanced dementia. Yeah, uh, he's he something with vocal, everything. verbal like, skills. Yeah. Oh, no, he no. went downhill just this year. They yeah. diagnosed him at the beginning of this year, and by now he's nonverbal. It's really wow. sad. It's crazy. That's terrible. Well, I was trying to be funny. Now you got to go. We had Way to turn to it sad. Wow, Debbie Downer. Yeah. I was just wondering. We watched a, a Christmas story last night, and um, I'd be happy if I never had to watch that movie again. <laughs> I hate that movie. Ralphie. Story. It's the Ralphie with the Red oh, Rider BB. I never gun. watched that one. Shoot your eye out. I saw it today. I even shared my Facebook. Devin and Beck kind of look like Ralphie as a child. What do you uh, think? Oh. <laughs> think of Devin with some foghorn leghorn glasses, a little, <laughs> what's a little chicken hawk? Well, it's yeah, the chicken. No, it's a little boy. Boy, you know the boy. Boy's got the glasses, you know. Yeah, I can't remember the chicken hawk. Yeah, I yeah. usually get Macaulay Culkin. Chicken different. Macaulay Culkin? Yeah. Uh, you don't want Macaulay Culkin to have. you seen him lately? He did not yeah. glow up. Life has not been good to uh, him. I don't think I glowed up. <laughs> yeah. I saw a thing I put on Facebook. It said um, uh, the difference between or the uh, boomer, Gen X, and millennials, the line of demarcation is depend- is what your favorite Christmas movie was. And it was the options of A Christmas Story, um, Christmas Vacation, or Elf. And it said that boomers would pick A Christmas Story, Gen X would pick Christmas Vacation, and millennials would pick Elf. That may be a good, good way to look at it. So I am an exennial because Christmas Vacation and Elf are my number one and number two Christmas movies. (laughs) You also, I've noticed, have this thing about you refuse to be called a millennial, even though you technically are. No, I'm in that gap. I'm in the See, gap. This is, I mean, no, you're no, proving no, my no, point here, Dave. No, 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 no. You're just accepting the no, fact. No, 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 no,
Why is she calling you and not calling me? <laughs> Probably try to get in touch with hey, you. David, oh, now I she's mean, calling me. Okay, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, isn't isn't Thor a pagan god? Yeah. Hey, is hey. It, isn't Christmas hey. based on Christmas pagan Reese. traditions? What? <laughs> okay, this takes us to a Christmas tradition. Glad you brought this up. Yeah. Boniface, who is this missionary from England. I don't know if he's English or not, but he's from... See, from Linden's Farm, I think he's the Linden's Farm uh, mission, or maybe it's Iona Island, one of those two. He leaves and comes to Germany, to these Germanic tribes who were pagan at this time. He cuts down the Oak of Thor to prove to them that, you know, you're not going to die if you cut down Thor's Oak. Um, Some think that Lutheran practices of Christmas trees may go back to that. They're not real sure, uh, the Oak of Thor. But then the one thing we do know that where the German practice of Christian wreaths came. Am I saying that right? Wreaths. Wreath. 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 Wreaths. Wreaths. Allison told me to pronounce that properly. But wreaths were, there was a girl that was going to be sacrificed in a sacred grove. Uh, Druids were going to kill her. And he gets there, gets, you know, stops the child sacrifice and cuts greenery off the trees and makes wreaths and teaches them about the eternal Christ, supposedly. Hmm. That's the story. It's probably a legend, but I think that's where they got Christmas wreaths from in Germany. A lot of our our Christmas stuff that we have are German in origin. Uh, came from... Much like our... A lot of times it wasn't Catholic Church. It was Lutherans that gave us a lot of this stuff. Anyway, I'm well. I'm off the subject. But I, well, well, actually, I thought of Thor. I thought that's a pretty cool it's, story. But it's bridging us to the topic because we were going to talk about Christmas. Is it a... Pagan have pagan roots? Did yeah. we take it and change it to something else? I think the big question too is whether it's yes or no. Does it matter? Does it make a difference? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so you're going to be the authority, the the end all be all, Chris. Okay. Is Christmas For all Christian thought? <laughs> is is Christmas pagan? So I can just make up stuff here. Nobody's going to fact check me. Is that what we're talking? That's about? what's happened my whole life. I've heard people telling me all kinds of stuff. You know, trees are based in the blah blah blah. And pagans are not. You're worshiping this god when you have a tree in your house. So I've heard the same stuff. We've all heard the same things. I think it's it's both and. Um, I think there's either or also. I'm not trying to be evasive, but. Some say that Christmas comes from the holiday of Sol Invictus. Back in the Julian calendar, so we get the Julian calendar for Julius Caesar gives us the Julian calendar. And the Julian calendar, winter solstice fell on December 25th. And there was a temple to Sol Invictus, the uh, unconquerable sun. So on the 25th, you would celebrate the sun's going to return. Like The days are going to get longer now. And we're going to continue to get more daylight after December 25th. So the unconquerable sun's coming back and they would celebrate. Some would say it would happen on the 25th. But actually, when you look at history, the temple there in Rome to Sol Invictus, to this religion of the sun, its holiday was around August. It was not December 25th. So a lot of people say, well, we're just going to conclude they were celebrating uh, Sol Invictus December 25th. And that predates the Christian celebration. Therefore, Christians just baptized that holiday with Jesus because it was so popular. What's interesting is Sol Invictus had not become a holiday for the Romans until about 274. So in 274, the Emperor Aurelian institutes this as a national holiday on December 25th. And there's some evidence that Christians were already celebrating December 25th before then. 
So there could be the opposite. The Romans could have tried to, quote-unquote, baptize a Christian holiday with a pagan holiday. So it's fascinating. We start looking at the timing of this and realize that the lie we were told came from the Enlightenment. And the Enlightenment, a lot of this stuff that was anti-Christian, we just accepted because it was anti-Catholic and ended up really as anti-Christian, too, at the same time. And people would point to, well, this has all got pagan origins. And honestly, the celebration of Christmas on December 25th goes back pretty far. The question where it gets fascinating is, why did Christians celebrate the birth of Jesus on December 25th? That's why. That's where the real cool stuff starts, where they got December 25th from. Are you looking at me like you want me to tell you? or? Well, I'm trying to figure out why you paused. Do you just want us to? You, I was wanting. I was seeing if you already knew this. Like where no, 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 no. Yeah, we're waiting. No, 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 we're waiting. You want me to tell you? They closed okay. their eyes and they went mm, and landed. On okay, the guys. <laughs> the truth is, it's pagan. No, I'm just joking. It's um, there's something called integral age, and this is this is going to sound really weird because we don't think like this. We just talked about Devin's birthday. Devin's birthday was kept up by his parents. It was something that was celebrated his whole life. So he knows his, we know our birthdays. In the ancient world, they did not keep up with their birthdays like we do. Um, and when it came to the prophets, a lot of times they did not know when the prophets were, were born, or great Old Old Testament Bible characters. They didn't know when they were born. But a lot of them, they knew the date they died. That had been kept up with. So this is going to be strange to us, but integral age, it, it was calculated two different ways. You were conceived on the day you died, or you are born uh, on the day, or you're, yeah, you're conceived on the day you died. Okay, that makes sense. Conceived on the day you die. That's weird, isn't it? Like, My that mind is struggling right now. <laughs> but they believe that. So there's a lot of things like in the ancient world they believe, but that's not built on any type of factual information. This is just what they believe. So some people think, and there may be some evidence for this, that that was applied to Christ. So in the Eastern Church, they factored that Jesus was born. Jesus died. I'll get this right. He he died on April sixth. And then in the Western church, he died on March 25th. Those are the two dates. Now, this is what's fascinating. If you take the first date, March 25th, and you add nine months to it. So let's say he's conceived on the day he died, March 25th. What day would he have been born? You can guess. Hmm. Mm, this is October the 31st. No, wait. <laughs> December 25th. December oh, 25th. You got it. <laughs> say October 31st okay December 25th so that's nine months later okay interesting if you take the eastern way of looking at it April 6th and you add nine months to it you get January 6th right is that right January 6th yeah January 6th which is epiphany which I think is Eastern Christmas, I think. I think that's when they celebrate Christmas, I believe. Yes. Maybe January 6th. Yeah. So however you look at it, whether it be the Eastern Church or the Western Church, if you add nine months to the date they knew Christ died, you get the two dates of Christmas in those two traditions. In the Western Church, you get December 25th, then you get the 12 days of Christmas that ends January the 6th, which is Epiphany Sunday. Pretty cool, huh? Or hmm. Epiphany. That's where that came from. So scholars now are coming back to believe it could have been the pagans that copied the Christians, not Christians copying pagans. Wow. But it comes down to just inconclusive. We just don't have the information. So we can just kind of guess all day long. Yeah, and we don't. And the December 25th date's not accurate. Like yeah. They're doing it based on a faulty yeah. assumption. 
Now we come back to, okay, let's just, let's say, I don't think this, I don't think it had pagan origins at first. Maybe that got glommed onto it. But let's just say, okay, let's grant that and say it had pagan origins. Let's kick this back to y'all. Is there anything wrong with Christians, no pun intended, baptizing a pagan holiday and making it Christian? Uh, you say, is there anything wrong with that? I would say. Where, where would you think that would be bad? Like, why, why could people? I mean, do y'all think that's okay or? No, let me think of arguments, though. What would, uh, an argument against it would be um, we need to. Well, it's some of the reason why the Puritans pulled away from Christmas, like in the 1600s, was hey, all of these people are doing like really rambunctious, like. Yeah drunkard drunken behaviors we're just going to get rid we're not going to do christmas at all because we want to separate ourselves i could see that being an argument yep. of, of why we shouldn't do it um but i don't i don't know if i have a corollary argument for like why you should if that makes sense yeah i i, I totally get what you're saying because i I looked at the Puritans' reasons for not celebrating, and theirs was the debauchery. Yeah, it wasn't so much the fact people were celebrating Christmas; it was how they were doing it, yeah. what they had a problem with. I would say there's absolutely nothing wrong with redeeming something, redeeming it from its roots, redeeming it from. I mean, I think you said something the other day about how words have been taken by kids today and twisted. And you can't say certain things without them yeah. making it sexualized or something. And so we should. I mean, we should take all mm-hmm. kinds of things. And redeem them. Like yeah. let's let's reestablish them as wholesome. Or good. So even if that's what happened to me, it's that may be where it started, but that's not what it is today. Yeah, and it's because it was changed throughout history. I've always thought because again, I grew up <clears throat> in a very legalistic church where they li- literally celebrated Easter on Christmas and Christmas on Easter just so they wouldn't be confused. And I remember going, you know, the whole country stops. For one time a year, and people who never acknowledge Jesus, at least in some form or fashion, admit somehow that maybe this is about Jesus or the reason of the season. You got groups out there who sing about all kinds of awful things throughout the year, but they release Christmas songs about Mary, did you know? And, you know, like, so for just a moment, you have, I won't say the whole world, because maybe the whole world doesn't, but at least a country stops and they recognize this holiday as something special. We look like dummies. If we're the ones, if we're the Christians in the church on the outside going, no, we're not going to celebrate that. It was like, yeah. no. So now, like, because I remember my dad telling me when I was younger, he said, uh, he, he was, you know, he had a cow because the church I was at, full disclosure was Baptist Church, had a, we had a Christmas cantata that was in and a Christmas tree in the building. And he had a full blown meltdown about it. And I said, but it's Christmas. And he was like, no, the world celebrates Christmas as Jesus' birth. We just celebrate as the time to spend with family. And I was like, isn't that backwards? <laughs> what in the world? I thought we celebrated it as a religious holiday, and the world celebrates it. And so that's my thought on it is if you ask the question, does it matter? I don't think it matters today. Yeah. But I also understand people come from a very, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt, they come from a good place. Right. You know, yeah, I give them charity. I understand what they're saying. We want, you know, that's not in the Bible, so we're not going to honor that as a, but then we talked about that last week was Christian calendar. Just because it's not mentioned, you should be able to do it. Uh, that's a little teaser. You can go back and listen to last week's podcast. Go. Yeah, viewerships. I mean, listenership's a little bit down. So yeah, we got to go, go back and listen to that one, please. <laughs> but I mean, we can redeem things, right? Take them back and and make them wholesome again. Yeah, I think you're right. I agree with what you're saying. I think it's a really good take. 
So we talked about last week again. There's another plug uh-huh. for last week. Last week again. Last week. <laughs> last week. Last wait, wait, week. which week? Last week. Last week. Okay. We talked about that the Bible trains you to think a certain way. So God's great acts of redemption. You see that Israel celebrated those, and even celebrated holidays that were not commanded. They did it on their own. God saved us. Hanukkah, Maccabean revolt, oil in the lamp, menorah lamp, miraculously. What twenty-one days? I think is what it is where it burns miraculously in the temple. So they just create a new holiday and said, we're going to celebrate what God did for us. The natural response to God's great acts in history are to celebrate with festival. There's no greater act other than the cross and the resurrection than the incarnation. I would put those one, two beside each other of equal importance. God became flesh and dwelt among us. So to celebrate the incarnation makes sense to celebrate the day of his death and his resurrection would make sense. These are the big acts of redemption in the life of the church. So I would say celebration around the, the birth of Christ and the incarnation, God with us, Emmanuel, and the celebration of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus' remembrance would be two key things we should at least stop and redeem the time. So I love how you said redeem, like we're redeeming stuff. And I'll give you an example how this worked in the early church. So we see this how they operated. There was a statement in Acts 4.12 where it says there's no name under heaven in which men could be saved but Jesus Christ. That is actually a pagan slogan. The Romans would go around and say there's no name under heaven in which men could be saved but Augustus Caesar. So they just took a pagan phrase and baptized it, redeemed it, and used it for Christ. So let's say Sol Invictus came first or some Druid holiday or whatever you want to, Yuletide, whatever. Uh, let's say it's got origins in Ireland and Scotland with the Druids in England. Let's say it's got origins with the Romans and Sol Invictus. Okay. The fact that Christians said, let's take a time when we're celebrating light and, and the coming back of the sun, and let's reconfigure this to celebrate the true son of God who comes from heaven and light into darkness. I'm okay with that. Like that's not, that doesn't bother me because if you're trying to, change culture, why not take those things in culture that are bad and, re- like you said, redeem them, whether it's music or art. We, that's what we, we bring leaven to the culture. That's what Christians do. I mean, if we want to be technical about it, our very calendar, the days of the week we have are pagan, like Wednesday, yeah. Woden's Day, Thursday, Thor's Day. I mean, My these favorite. are... Yeah, Thor's, Thor's Day. Hey, today is Thor's Day. It is. There we go. That's why I'm walking around with this hammer. Just, I just start bashing stuff, you know, <laughs> thinking Germanic conquering kind of thoughts. But um, so we got to be like careful with this, where we just don't go nuts. And so I don't see people saying I don't recognize Thursday because it's, I will not say Thursday ever yes, again after that. Every, podcast. I, I don't Those guys made it. The days of the week are Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I, I can't say Wednesday because that's like a. Anglo-Saxon God, you know, so I don't know. I mean, you've got problems there. Each day's got issues, you know. Um, so we've got to be careful with that. Saturn, you know, Saturn and Saturday, you know. It's all, basically, we came out of paganism. Christianity won. Like, we won. Like, we defeated pagan culture. Now, it's coming back. We, I don't mean that triumphantly, but the gospel, the power of the Holy Spirit conquered and you know, Christianity plays out into culture and changes things for the better. Um, and I, I, I agree with how you said redemption, redeeming. That's a good word. So if we we're going to take something away from the podcast today, instead of focusing all the could Christmas actually predate 
pagan holidays, which I kind of lean that way possibly, uh, if this integral age theory is is right, which people have shown that they actually believe this stuff, then you can see where you get December 25th. I mean, mm-hmm. you can see that. But let's say that's off the table. I love what you said about redeeming something that was lost and that was bad and bringing Christ to the center of it. I think, that, isn't that what Christians should do with everything? Well, so I'm sitting there thinking like, oh, how bad is it? So if 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 Christmas had a pagan roots in it. So you're telling me that the Christians went to where the people were, met them where they were, joined, joined their, not joined in their celebrations, but took their celebrations where they were yeah. and started teaching them a more better way? It's, man, it's almost, if Paul would have done that, <laughs> I, oh, wait, he went to the Areopagus where they were yeah. and used their things to teach them about the unknown God. And so if you so you tell me Christians use this opportunity, were opportunistic to take this pagan holiday and try to convert people, why is that a bad thing? Like, why is that? I think it's awesome. We can't celebrate that. I mean, we need to open our doors and get from outside of our walls and go join where people are and go meet them where they are and try to bring them to Christ instead of waiting for them to walk through our doors. That's how we redeem things. That's how we change the culture. That's how we... Sorry, I'm... No, you're right. <laughs> this, is why, this is why you're Generation X. You're getting on your, your middle-aged man rant. <laughs> this is what I mean. You have, like, shades of Gen X. But then I'm even sitting there thinking... I'm sitting here thinking while you're talking. Uh, Eve, okay, so if, if Christmas has a pagan root, what do we celebrate today? I don't hear anybody walking around singing, Oh, Sol Evictus Tree, Sol Evictus Tree. <laughs> and even if Christmas came before paganism and paganism tried to copy Christmas... Which one's still celebrated today? Like yeah, Christmas, like Christmas, like you one. said, the gospel wins through all of it. Yeah, which to me encouraged me because no matter what's coming tomorrow, next year, whatever's coming, that the gospel of Christ still stands. Yeah, and I don't have to fear what's coming because I'm on God's side. And I know that's a that's a weird way to go with this because, but I'm sitting thinking like Christmas won. Yeah, like, I think still, it's a great way to look at it. I'm glad you brought that up because now I'm fired up. I think the, like, we won Sunday. Like, that's why it was a day off for so long. Christians won that. Like, that was not a day off. Now, we're throwing it away. Like, we're working on Sunday. The reason things closed on Sunday, the reason you have blue laws today is because 2,000 years of Christian influence changed culture. Mm. That's when we celebrate Christmas when you have this holidays because Christianity changed. We don't have this time off as a federal holiday because Sol Invictus was a good, a good religion. <laughs> it's because Jesus Christ. And I think there's this... I don't agree. There's a lot of things about the Puritans I really admire. But this is where I think they made a mistake when they said, we're not going to celebrate Christmas because of the abuses and the excesses. Why not instead of doing that? Like a lot of us, it's we react in protest and we say, we will not do that. I think instead we should say, we're going to do it better. We're going to, we're going to redeem Christmas. Like we're going to bring Christmas back to what it was supposed to be, where we celebrate in our churches. We celebrate with our families, but it's all focused on Christ. Why not bring back 12 days of Christmas that was saturated in Jesus? Like, you know, the 12 days of Christmas are all focusing on different aspects of that birth narrative. Why not teach your kids that? Why not use this as a time to walk them through the Advent wreath and teach them all these devotionals where, you know, once a year your family is going to sit down and really understand the birth of Christ. You know, once a year your family is really going to understand at Easter the, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. Yes, we're going to talk about it on Sundays. Yes, we'll preach about it. But during these, what we call evangelical holidays, why not on Pentecost Sunday do we not stop and say, 
the church was born on this day. Thank God for that. The Holy Spirit came. On this on a Sunday, the Holy Spirit came and changed the world. 3,000 were baptized. Mm-hmm. God overturned the curse. You know, why not celebrate on Epiphany that Christ was baptized and revealed to the world as the Messiah of Israel? That this is a big deal. So, I mean, you end up, the calendar all of a sudden is transformed with the life of Jesus and God's plan of redemption. How could that be bad? Mm-hmm. That's crazy to think that we'd push back against that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I love how you said it, Dale. So I took away from today that the theme of redemption and then leaning into this victory. Like we've we've redeemed it, and now we lean into the victory of Christmas. And so we take it up a notch, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I also think it's, uh, I would be remiss if I didn't say, if you're listening to this and you hold to, I don't want to celebrate Christmas as Christ's birthday. Okay, I think that's fine. But I think both sides need to give grace. Yes, and you know I can cel- I can I can celebrate this month, this season, at, as Advent, as the coming of Christ, and you can celebrate Christmas as a time together with family and giving gifts, and we can both coexist as long as we're not ugly to each other. Yeah, I think that is because I you know it's hard to convince people. You know, it's hard to some people get rooted in their thoughts and they dig their heels in and. It's how we treat each other. And so, you know, if you're listening and you say, well, I just don't. Okay, that's okay. But can we at least love each other and be gracious to each other and not have to beat each other up? Because I'm not going to treat you harshly because you choose that. I would expect the same thing from me. Yeah. So, I think we talked about this before coming on, having a hermeneutic of charity, trying to see the best in everybody's intentions. And one way you can show that love for us is like and subscribe and we'll listen to last week. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. A hermeneutic of charity. Subscribe to the Three Preachers podcast. You like that? I've, I've come along to this yeah. new world of yes. podcasting. Wow, you're promoting it and everything. That's it. It's great. We're going to start making dozens of dollars right. off of this. What we'll merch? Yes. You like that? I knew that word. Yeah, merch. merch. Yeah. Are you impressed? I'm glad we moved on from swag. I'm glad we're at merch now. Yeah, we're at merch. Yes. No more swag bags. It's going to be merch. We should make a shirt. I wonder. We see like we probably see like. Five around Othan. I bet it'd be everywhere. It, it well, would become viral. It would be everywhere I went because I'd be wearing it in this, and in, in you too, hopefully. Yeah. Ask me about the Three Preachers podcast. <laughs> if you're listening and you wonder, man, Devin's been really quiet. Uh, you don't know this, but he actually walked out about 14 minutes ago. He got um, offended about the shoes. <laughs> well, I was going to say what you don't know is every workday at 4 p.m. when the stro- when the clock strikes four, <laughs> he just disappears like into thin air. He just. That's something to do with the fairy godmother, I think. Well, fairy Kaylee. Kaylee has summoned him back to <laughs> the, headquarters. Uh, the Morris abode. <laughs> yeah, she, she's had enough of the children. He All of a sudden, his camera, he's just, the car disappears. <laughs> it's just wheels laying on the ground. <laughs> You're dong. And then, <laughs> dope. No, it's 4 o'clock. Devin's gone. Devin will be walking now. <laughs> so I guess that leaves up to me to sign off, unless you want to sign off. No, you do it. You'll do it. Should I do it in a Devin job. voice? You could try. We hope and pray. <laughs> I'll start laughing. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> we, <laughs> let me try this again. <laughs> we, <laughs> we hope and pray that you're finding ways to serve and love your neighbors. Peace and love.